I'm Dr. Gene Hansen. For more than 25 years, I've been answering your financial questions on Atlanta's longest-running and most respected money show on radio. This is Money Talks, providing honest, straightforward answers to your financial questions. This broadcast of Money Talks originally aired Saturday, April 18, 2020. The only thing we have to fear... The economic health of this nation has been... essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline... Greed in the dollar... It's a late rally on Wall Street... Too big to fail... Growing the economy... Growing the economy... It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talk. Money Talk. Good morning. What up, fam? The Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. And uh, this week we have a special twist. We've got kind of a was gonna be all research from Hensler oh, Financial like, Research uh, Department. I thought it was a pet name for one of us. Special twist. Uh, it can be. There you go. That's uh, Nick Antonucci. Um, special twist, as he's now named himself, uh, as well as Jacob Keen, CFA. Uh, Nick, you got a couple of designations behind your name as well. I didn't mention them. C- That's okay. CFA special twist. <laughs> special twist. <laughs> Nick is a, a certified valuation analyst as well as uh, you hold the designation for certified exit planning advisor. Right. right. A couple of uh, things that help small business owners uh, when they want to um, – Transition into retirement, which um, you know is always needed. Uh, maybe not even so well much in advance of that, even well before you're actually ready uh, to take the action. Theoretically, that's the best time is uh, five, six, ten years out, even. Uh, and we also have none other than John, intoxicated one, Dixon. Yes, sir, John, John is a. Uh, CPA as well as uh, CFP, right? That's correct. Am I missing? Oh yeah, and you the got CDA. the CPA as well. Yeah, yeah, you and Nick and myself yeah. all have that certified valuation analyst, uh, uh, where we um, like to tell people what their business is worth. We're all in the club. There you go. The club. Sorry, sorry, oh, Jacob, you're left flexing. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, well, that CFA and, and is CF, nothing to sneeze. And CFP. So that's what you I said. Got, oh, okay. you got CFP, we, CPA. We got it all CVA. covered. We're talking a lo- about a lot of C's right now. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of certifications sitting around these From microphones. From C to shining C. Yeah, sure. There you go. How about that? Not only that. And we're, <laughs> and we're all chillaxing today. We yeah, are. Yeah. Oh, John. <laughs> I don't know, John. No, what you else has a C? Corona. Yeah, good. There you go. Good segue. Yeah. All right, so that's what's happened to our economy, though, right? We've, yeah, uh, crash. We've all taken it to the house. We uh, decided it's crash. Uh, we did see some ugly numbers this week, uh, again, out of our employment situation. The employment situation was uh, the Jobless absolute... Claims. Right, but the employment situation overall has been our, our um, biggest pillar really holding the economy up for quite a while uh, we had unemployment at 3.5%. It spiked higher in our last measure uh, as of, um, what was that, first Friday in April. Uh, we saw it spike to 4.4%. I think it's probably higher than that now. We had uh, 5.25 million uh, jobless claims, new jobless claims and, announced this week. And, you know, Troy, I'd, I'd read this, and you gave it to me prior to the show. I think this headline says a lot. U.S. jobless claims topped 5.2 million, erasing a decade of job gains. 
a decade. So at this point, we're 22 million jobs lost in the last four weeks. Yep. Ouch. Yeah, that, that's why I think that unemployment rate's a little deceiving. I think back of the envelope, we're over 10. Well, really, that's, right yeah, now. there's a lot of folks that speculate. And, and the thing is, that, that number is uh, kind of lagged. We'll see in, in uh, May, the first Friday in May. It always comes out first Friday of the month. We'll see uh, employment situation, which does include that unemployment number. Now, right. uh, you know, for, for uh, over a year, we sat and scratched our heads as to why 3.5% unemployment could actually be a thing. Uh, we had previously thought that uh, full employment was somewhere around 5%. It beat the socks off of that. You know, it was around 4% for a while. And then it seemed to stick right around that 3.5%, which nobody was complaining. The The consumer was healthy, spending money, uh, making the economy uh, really spin, and, and uh, now we've hit a bump. Yeah, I think, I think that was sort of at the time where there's sort of a bifurcation in the economy where it's like the services economy was doing great, but you were getting some layoffs in manufacturing. So we were just sort of hovering there. Whereas now the hardest hit part of the economy really is. It's crazy to look at some of these numbers. 13% of the workforce has sought jobless assistance. And we're talking about 5.25 million claims this week. It was as high as what? Seven. Yeah. close to 6.6 million. The week before prior. Prior uh, largest number of claims in a week for unemployment, 2.7 million in 1982. I mean, you're talking about tripling that. Yeah. 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 A lot of record numbers coming out uh, in economic data, largest declines in whether it be Empire State, man- uh, uh, yeah, Empire State man- Manufacturing Survey. Right. Um, that went back to like 1948, survey. right? Uh, yeah. When we came yeah. off the off the big push for uh, World War II, when we had so many manufacturers that were building things for uh, – for the war effort back in those days, and then they started backing away when the war was over. A couple of years later, we started seeing big declines. So a lot of the numbers we saw in the economy reported this week were uh, new records being broken, uh, not in a good way. Yeah, the the other thing that I was sort of watching just because it was hard to, like, on ba- as an analyst, on balance, figure out how it was sort of shaking out because retail sales isn't just discretionary stuff. Right. It includes groceries, groceries. And, like you can't even get to- toilet paper. So it's like right. is some of that offsetting like in the economy, offsetting some of that. Well, we got retail sales numbers and they were abysmal. Yeah, down 8.7. Yeah. I think that was yeah. another record. So we're setting records, but not the good kind. Right. Well, yeah. and then how many unemployed people are really being subsidized by the businesses right now? Whereas the the government has, has funded these loans, these PPP loans, so the businesses are, are able to pay them versus them going on to unemployment. So. Right, and and there was a, a, a interesting aspect of that PPP. In order to receive that, um, they're calling it a loan, but in reality it could become a grant if you maintain uh, your employees through September. Is that correct, John? That's right. So, you, But the, you have to use it over the next eight weeks right. when it gets funded. Right. So it's ultimately supplementing the un, un, uh, unemployment. Right. And so, you know, you have, like you said, you have businesses actually supplementing unemployment, and yet even even all of that is not sticking together as well as we might have hoped. But uh, we still believe that uh, the the fact that payrolls are going to be measured pre-shutdown and then September when we absolutely hope that it is post-shutdown. Exactly. That's the thing. You know, 
you, you say this is over the next eight weeks, well, let's hope we're reopened by then, because if not, you're going to start to see those translate into another spike in, in uh, claims for unemployment. Correct. Because right. those people, that, that money will be gone by then. Yeah. Well, shoot, at, at this point, really all the funding's been, been uh, doled out, so um, waiting to see if, if there's additional funding um, to the program, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, and, and to my knowledge, there's no talks about uh, an additional funding to the uh, payroll protection program, but uh, John, do you have any breaking news on that? Well, before I came up here, I did see they ran out of funding for the, the self-employed um, right. businesses. So all the, the small businesses who had employees went first the week before, and then this past Friday, they opened it up for self-employed, uh, and they have run out of funding. And there were, there was talks that they're going to negotiate additional funding. So okay, that's so there's a headline here: Senate adjourns with no deal on small business loan program any for anything additional. Yeah, yeah, I think that's in the early innings. Yeah, which so is it, sort it of sad be. because it feels like it was the bigger of the small businesses that got most of the funding. Right. Maybe. I was seeing that I was I was seeing a statistic that there's roughly. 30 million small businesses in the U.S. Right. And there was only 1.6 million loans issues issued that swallowed up all the funding. So yeah. there's still a lot of businesses out there that are hurting for money, I'd say. Yeah, yeah no doubt. All right. Well, um, you know, like I say, it is a, a very strange time. You guys have already mentioned uh, industrial production is, uh, has been hammered. Um, you know, the services industry, which is um, really – the brunt of the domestic economy, 70% plus, right? Yeah. Uh, it is generated from services. Um, and here we sit, many of those services have been deemed, um, you know, non-essential. So uh, folks just aren't working. Um, it's uh, it's a strange situation. Yeah. Well, it's, it, also, it's not all doom and gloom because we, we got a nice little rally. And I think the true. rally was on, you know, optimism that we are, you know, cutting down on case growth and starting to look forward to, you know, getting the economy back reopened. Of course, a lot of this data right now is sobering. So it's sort of a battle with have we conquered the coronavirus uh, growth? And then, like, what is what does the economy look like, you know, yeah. in a month or two? Absolutely. And that's the big question. Um when does this end? What does the end look like? Um, you know, how how do we get where we want to go from here? Uh, Jacob, you mentioned it. Uh, S and P 500 is up this past week, 1.49 percent. Uh, we're more than 50 percent off the lows now, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. The uh, uh, if you just look year to date, uh, we're down 13.74 percent. The at its peak, we were down about 35 and a half. So uh, you know we have we have rallied back quite a ways, and um, you know the the, uh, the economy is is uh, the big question at this point. Well, guys, let's um, let's uh, take a real quick break, and when we come back, we will talk a little more about what the IRS is doing to help individual businesses, and. Uh, Take a few more um, stabs at what we think will come next. Money Talks. We'll be right back. Need to prepare. Need to prepare. Life can turn on a dime. Know where your dimes are. This is Money Talks. 
We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here today with Nick Antonucci and Jacob Keene and our uh, guest accountant, the intoxicated one, John Dixon. Uh, if you have questions, we'd love to hear from you. You can call our question hotline at one eight five five four two nine nine one six six. The way that works, you'll get a, uh, a recording. Uh, after the recording, you'll hear a beep, and then we just want you to record your question. We'll play the question on the air and answer right behind it. If you don't want to talk to our machine, you can always call and talk to a human being. Uh, call 770-429-9166. Uh, you'll get, um, you'll get a, a real voice. A, a person will answer that one. Uh, you can ask for Kelly Lynn or our radio show. Our producer will take your question down and get it to us. Uh, or you can always email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's spelled D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Or you can go to our website. We've got lots of information downloaded uh, for you to um, Educate yourself. That again is hensler.com, spelled H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. We even have a, a a page within our website that is dedicated to COVID-19, the coronavirus, and and uh, some of the actions taken by our government. Uh, lots and lots of information in there that you can uh, go online and review. So, John, um, this would normally be tax week. Uh, normally we're chillaxing this time after April fifteenth, and uh, chillaxing. just enjoying non-tax busy season. But yeah. with the the IRS and most states following suit with the extensions, we've now got till July fifteenth to file and, and pay taxes for nineteen, as well as your estimated tax payments for twenty twenty. So, so the, the deadline is now. Deadlines have been pushed out to July 15th. Most right. states have followed suit. There are a couple that will probably end up changing some laws. And, yeah, and I caught that it. the first time. Most states. So Most states. Who didn't? Well, North Carolina, for one, is is one we've dealt with yesterday. That that uh, they Because of state laws, they can't defer the interest payment. They can't waive interest payments on late payments. So uh, the, they're probably will end up changing the law so they'll allow the the – waiver on the interest payment but we had a lot of clients go ahead and make their their 2019 extension payments like they normally would yeah uh, even though their their filing deadline is july 15th their tax payments were due april 15th so. i see yeah is there anything else that's relatively new or uh that that listeners need to be aware of as far as uh you know just something coming direct from uh, the IRS. That might well, the IRS benefit. and Georgia both now extended the statute of limitations for 2016. So if you had filed your 2016 return and were looking at amending it to take a different filing position, uh, if you filed timely or, or before the, the April 15th deadline, they've now extended that to July 15th as well. So uh, with the IRS, they changed the laws for and net operating loss carrybacks, some interest expense deductions, and so there's some opportunities to go back and and amend prior year returns and do some carrybacks. Um, but this time of year, normally when when we've just finished up filing, uh, been really hectic. Well, they they extended the due dates, but now we've been helping clients with the SBA loans and helping maneuver some of the the situation clients are in with the economy being shut down right now. Businesses have been hurting. Uh, cash flows been hurt, been been damaged. So, 
uh, trying to come up with a plan for for opening back up. What's that going to look like? How are they going to be able to protect their clients? How are they going to be able to protect their employees? Um, and I, I just heard somebody talking the other day that they're looking at maybe pushing back the football season until the spring. Yeah. <laughs> Not the absolute most important for everyone, but, you know, some of us around here really like some football. Right? Go Vols. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go Vols. Uh, yikes. Um, yeah, Vols been up in the market. Yeah, volatility. volatility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're I thought that's Vaughn. what he was talking about. <laughs> I, no I don't know why you're cheering line. it on, though. Yeah. It'd be nice for, <laughs> for less Vols. We've yeah. calmed down a bit lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those that don't know, John usually keeps it pretty, pretty close to the surface. He'll he'll <laughs> scream out a go falls or show up wearing a goofy looking orange shirt. It makes yeah. you think he's a construction worker or a deer hunter uh, just about any time of the day. But uh, well, John, you're saying kind of the thought behind that is is if they do roll out a, a late fall start to the football season, will people show up to the games? And, and you know, as it applies to football and really elsewhere throughout the economy, you know, we talk about this as it pertains to, to theme park attendance, travel, any kind of public gathering. Um, I, I think there is going to be a, a drawn-out return to some sort of normalcy where a lot of people aren't going to want to, you know, be in those large groups, tens of thousands of people. Um, if they've avoided it this long, they're, they're going to kind of stick to the habits of trying to avoid those large crowds and, and avoid getting sick. Right, and even restaurants. You think, I mean, sure. for a restaurant to be profitable, they got to pack them, pack them in, and turn the tables. And and you know, will will society be up for that when when we return to you know some type of normalcy? Um, and, and I think the other thing to think about is when the economy opens back up, the virus will probably spread again. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing that I think gets gets overlooked is it's not going to be that. W- the economy opens back up, every, everyone resumes their normal lives, even if it's in a different aspect, There's go, there could very well likely be a second wave of this. And you're starting to see in Japan, who um, had a bit more lax uh, rules on, on shutting down than the United States and other places in Europe, and right now they're starting to see another spike in cases, and they're going through the motions now of what do we need to restrict? Are, are there businesses that need to, sh- that need to shut down? So... Just because we're getting through this, if you're looking at, you know, a global, uh, taking a global view on this, does not mean the rest of the globe has returned to normal. Right. right. There's no there's no proof of concept yet on, like, returning back to normal. And other countries have been ahead of us on this, and they haven't really gotten back to normal. But I think that's really the only answer at this point, because it's sort of the seesaw between. It's like really what we're trying to do. Of course, it's a tragic loss of life. But really what we're trying to do is keep the healthcare system from getting overwhelmed. Right. So if you can do these fits and starts, then maybe we keep the healthcare system from getting overwhelmed. Right. We get these businesses, even restaurants perhaps, you know, operating at least to break even so they don't completely go under and then maybe get through it. But as far as like consumer confidence coming back or unemployment getting back to 3.5% like we're at, that's, yeah, that seems that's like a dream. That seems like a, a, a far away situation it's really hard to say exactly when that comes back but uh john i you know i know um you you talked about north carolina having an issue uh one of the things that we've seen and uh you know nick buys a lot of bonds for hensler financial he's uh he takes care of a lot of the the fixed income purchases um and you know we've we've heard a lot of the fed's reaction to uh, asset prices falling. Uh, one of the things that uh, that they wanted to push was 
uh, and it's actually happened. Uh, I would call them junk munis, but lower quality municipal bonds being uh, issued on the market. They they wanted uh, Congress insisted that the the Federal Reserve buy back a lot of that stuff. Uh, not only that, but they've actually bought corporate high yield bonds as well. One thing that you can always bet on, and this does go back to the law and uh, the state of Georgia. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but they have a balanced budget amendment. It's one of the few states in the United States that insists that the balance of, of the budget. So you can't spend more money than you have. Uh, and for that purpose, uh, Georgia's backed bonds are all AAA rated, top quality. You'll you'll never find a Georgia bond that's not. Yeah, that's the state as a whole. You're going to find Boy. smaller municipalities that are going to have lower, or yeah. if it's got state you know aid. Uh, behind yeah, it, but, it typically gets bumped up that Yeah, but boy, rate. did they really mess up with that. Yeah. You know, yeah, right? they could have yeah. got free money. What, yeah, what were here, they thinking? You're right. We, we could <laughs> have known. We could have been bailed out, which yeah. is a bit of a sticking point. And, I, you know, Jacob, I know you're saying that tongue-in-cheek. Um, Absolutely. But Absolutely. We're, we're getting... Uh, we're getting it's a lot wild. of news right now. It's wild times. sorts of things. Yeah, it's, it's wild times right now because really legally the Federal Reserve is not supposed to be able to buy that stuff. So what happened is the Treasury set up a special purpose vehicle with our own money, you know, right. taxpayer, taxpayer money. money yeah. And yep. we're in a first loss position on all this stuff that the Fed's buying. Yeah. So it's really a, a unique time where it's like the independence of the Fed may be crumbling question. a yeah. little bit. Coming, yeah, yeah, it's, it's called into question. For sure. But of course, you know, this is... It's, it's unprecedented. Exo- exogenous shock. Yeah, it's like right. a once in a hundred years sort of event. But, but, so it's but guys, I don't know we, what the solution is otherwise, but it's just in- interesting to comment on. And I know we're going to have to take a break here shortly, but it just you know we have these discussions, and the market's down thirteen percent year to date. Yeah, right. If you look That's over it. the last twelve months, Nick, it's only down two point one percent over the last twelve months. The S and P five hundred is only down. Two percent with this sort of economic shock. Yeah, and earnings are economy is more or less. Earnings are going to be down way down. more than that. Yeah, too. yeah. Uh, we're already seeing you know yeah. the first wave. It's less than ten percent of companies reported, um, but we have, uh, you know, we've got we've got earnings that are shaping up to be. The banks got ugly. wrecked. So we so yeah. we shorten or what? No, no that's not, not what we're saying. That's, that's, that's not, not the game we play, John. We're reducing risk, John. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, let's take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll talk some more about the finances in the world today. Listening to Money Talks. Stick around. And we had the best economy we've ever had. And then one day you have to close it down in order to defeat this enemy. When when things things go wrong, wrong. knowledge is is power. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Nick Antonucci and Jacob Keene, as well as our tax guy, slash CFP, slash CVA, John Dixon. John the tax man. The tax man. I bet that life, that vanity plate's got to be taken, right? Have you tried yet? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's there, There's no way you're going to get that. You could spell it differently. I could probably find it intoxicated if it was too long. Intoxicated is way too long. And also nerdy. 
Talk to your children you before you do those kind of <laughs> No, I know he doesn't. I'm saying. I mean, we're talking about getting a T-shirt, a statue of limitations. limitations. I yeah. mean, come on. The statue of limitations. Yeah. <laughs> John, you just gave away. Our next podcast, wow. our next podcast is going to be Shark Tank-like if you yeah. like stick around. Can we, can we bleep that? Cause that was, right, I, I hope so. Yeah. We don't have a trademark yet. Yeah, you need to get rid of that one. Uh, all right, guys. Um, if uh, if you have financial questions, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can use our question hotline, the number one eight five five four two nine nine one six six, or you can call and speak to a human being at seven seven zero four two nine nine one six six. That, by the way, is also how you get in touch with our financial planners. You can call John about taxes or financial planning. He's a uh, uh, he he has quite a few different hats or business valuation. Uh, me, Nick, uh, maybe soon to be Jacob. Uh, all do business valuations. We're uh, well versed in the valuing of assets. Continuing Ed's shutdown with the economy, Troy. Oh, okay. So, so uh, no lie. time soon. Yeah, it's I was just online, no. right? Exactly. Yeah. That's oh, right. Oh man. I tell you, that is one of the things when the economies slow down. Even uh, a lot of folks go so back push to school. On that, yeah. Yeah. You see a lot of folks. Learn something. Why not? If you've got a little extra time on your hands, that is a great idea. Uh, if you also want to get in touch with us, Nick, before I was so rudely interrupted, oh, sorry. Um, you can also email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Or you can go to our website, hensler.com, where we've got lots and lots of information, uh, basic financial information, as well as... Um, some of the ways that you can help yourself through this tough time. So, guys, uh, let's talk a little about uh, what's happened in the market lately. We've already mentioned uh market was up over the past week 1.49%, down year-to-date a little better than 13%. If you look at the last 12 months, just down 2%. Um, and but, even throughout all this, there's been there's obviously been plenty of losers, but there's there's been winners. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about some of those. Yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, I think as of today, I think the Nasdaq's up year to date. So it's like right. you look at a lot of these large cap tech names; they've done very well, and a lot of them are thematic. You think of the Netflixes, the Amazons, um, Akamai, which is a company that helps. You know, route traffic. Yeah. So all these streaming, stay-at-home. When you're at home, the, 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 yeah. the demand has increased, and you know, you can make the argument short term will that continue? But I think this this has the potential to really be a, a paradigm shift in which you're going to start to see a lot more working from home. Companies who who didn't really consider working from home before. This is probably an eye-opener to them that, that lets them see, oh, we, we can be as productive as we were in the office. And perhaps that, you know, paves the way for more flexibility from working for, from home. Um, and I think a lot of these will continue to benefit from those. those yeah, we've seen, we've seen retailers come out talking about how, as far as their strategic plan to go online and have pickup services, how they're years ahead. Of yeah. where they thought they would be as a result of this. Absolutely. And like you said, Nick, I, I think I do think a lot of this home sourcing is going to be sticky in the uh, working environment. I saw Iger out the other day. He says, when we get back to normal, we're going to have less office space at Disney. Yeah. You know, they called so him back in, even though he's supposed to retire. The old Disney retire. CEO, right? Yeah, yeah. the savior. Yeah. Now, he's uh, still well, not banks, CEO, but he's, yeah, he's hanging yeah. on. He's chairman, right? 
<clears throat> yeah, and he's, that was already going to, he was already going to sound through 2021. Right, yeah. So um, not only that, but I've I've uh, read some things where banks are saying the same thing, where uh, uh, real estate is, is uh, becoming less and less of a, of a, Necessary, necessary, you know, as as uh, we have learned through the last month and a half. Um, it's worrisome when you think about commercial real estate because not only are you going to get that, you also have the potential for you know retailers not getting operations sure. back and running. So right. it's sort of an ugly space. I mean, you look at j- just today. You know, surprised us that it was just now. I know we made a joke about it, but J.C. Penney is filing for uh, bankruptcy, bankruptcy protection, and and I think I believe Nordstrom might be doing the same. Um, so, well, who knows what it it looks like on the other side of this? Yeah. Some of the other losers, these companies aren't, uh, seeming to be in any sort of, uh, uh, need for bankruptcy protection, but, uh, the big losers, Norwegian cruise lines, uh, year to date down 80% carnival down 77, man, I saw a picture earlier, uh, this week and it was just a, a picture of all the cruise ships docked at one spot. It just looks sad. It's almost scary to see. Uh, there, it was uh, in connection with a, a story about United Airlines, who has grounded most of its fleet. Ninety uh, percent reduction in their flight plans being uh, yeah. being uh, recorded through May. They say basically nothing is happening in the airline industry. So uh, there's even been people talking about having to. Uh, section off seats so that people can sit separate from each other, and not be rubbing elbows anymore. Um, yeah, I got a know, funny so story about that, Troy. Uh, uh, it was on a it was on a show. Um, a guy had he was he was working on a show production and obviously it got shut down, so he's flying back home. Um, he was waiting outside, you know, as you do at the terminal right. for the flight. Right. The pilot was there, and there was only two people on the flight. And the pilot basically just said, get on the plane. They didn't do any of the safety stuff. The other funny thing is he was sitting in first class. The other guy sat in coach. I was like, you couldn't let the guy sit in first. There's only two people on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why. Other than social distancing, right? Is that our answer? Well, you're still going to, if you turn your little... uh, uh, your air on above you, you're still going to be breathing the same air. I know it's filtered, but, uh, you know, some of the things that people don't think of, um, it it, was, it gets a little warm when you're sitting there with no air on you. But no. I was just laughing at the idea of, like, normally the captain does this whole spiel. He probably oh, yeah. was just like, yeah. all right, buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, we're out of here. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, what's something else that's not surprising at all, a lot of the oil companies are... are you know, occupying that bottom spot, uh, all around 70% loss uh, from from uh, top of the market through the 16th of April. And we'll start to get results in from a lot of these companies. We're only about 10% of the way through earnings season. You know, yeah. 40 yeah, of the yeah, S&P no 500. Doubt. Next week, you're, the numbers really start to pick up. You've got about 25% of the S&P 500 reporting earnings next week. Right. And it, you'll, you'll start to see the effects of this. It's, I think it's more going to be in, in terms of guidance if – companies provide any sort of guidance how dismal is that because as we talked about you only have what a couple of weeks of q1 that were really uh lumped into into yeah. the, the pandemic it's really gonna be q2 where these start to really see the 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 deep effects the kitchen sink quarter yeah, yeah it very well could and, be. and speaking to winners and losers it's not just tech i mean of course you know amazon and netflix are doing better than like the googles and facebooks it's are supported by ad spending but if you look at healthcare, there's a lot of companies that 
even though that's the top sector, there's a lot of companies that are more elective type procedures that have been hit as opposed to, you know, these drug manufacturers and biotechs that are working on cures. And then the other one uh, we were actually talking about earlier is if you look at financials, of course yeah. the banks are getting battered. A lot of write-downs, I already some, saw some of those earnings. Look at regional banks. Mortgage writing is, is ground to a halt. But what about the insurers? Yeah, right. P&C insurers? Yeah, I mean, they, how many of them, how much are you paying out when no who one's was it leaving the, the other house? Day, who was it the other day that was paying some of the, their... Uh, all, all the big insurers. Yeah, now. State, 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 Farm, State Farm, State Farm, Geico, um, Allstate, I know just to name a few of them. Wow. Well, you know, with the banks, they're going to get help from the SBA program because I think yeah. they're getting 3% on those loans. So, right. So they're yeah, going to they get they're going to get some help from that. Yeah, that was a big sticking point for a minute too. I think they only started out offering them half a percent, 0.5 percent, um, and the banks basically said, "There's not enough money in this for me to even want to play." Right. So they did bump it up. I think it was like two seven five or something like that yeah. in the end. So uh, they will get paid a little. Um, but if you look, 14 of the 65 banks in the S and P 500 have uh, have um so far announced earnings down 13.72 percent yeah That's the surprise, surprise of negative 33 percent so they're missing by 33 percent yeah and the analysts obviously are, are don't know what to do with this either because if you look at the overall uh if the overall surprise is hugely negative well yeah. i'll tell you another winner or loser i'll let you decide is from q1 is uh homeschooling yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Who, who who wins? Who loses? Yeah. There, yeah. yeah, it's it's tough to call. I'm sure that depends on who you're asking. That's exactly right. All right, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll do the same thing. Talk about some finance. Social distancing. Small groups. Reacting to the unexpected takes a lot of no self-quarantine. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with John Dixon. I'll mix it up this time. Uh, Jacob Keene and Nick Antonucci. Sorry, I know your name starts with A, but you get to go last this time. I always wanted to do that when I was in school. I was always middle of the pack, being a Harmon, you know. Oh, yeah, so you wanted them to reverse it so you'd still be in the middle. I thought he was a special twist. You thought you were in the middle? Me? H is not in the middle, Troy. K is in the middle. I'm in the middle either way. Yeah, he's the eighth one. Either way you do it. J or K? Come on. He's average. before A this time. Straight average. Average across the board. How about that? Yeah, he's number eight. Yeah. That's halfway in Halfway between in and 26. Yeah. I'm eight. Yeah, so either way, A goes last. I, you know, sometimes you just want to see the top guy fall. That's talking about my, you know, back to our statute of limitations idea. You guys want to start a GoFundMe for a cruise ship? We'll buy it. We'll buy it. We'll <laughs> How go much would it cost right now? I don't know. That's Probably get a good deal on one. You might be able to. I don't know. I doubt that. Uh, you know, Disney has a couple in the in the works, supposed to come online in the next uh, two I'm or not three really years. Sure how that's gonna go. Uh, yeah. But. Uh, you know, I, I doubt they're going to get a break on that. Now, what I did see this week, there's a lot of folks that are canceling their plane orders. Uh, Boeing lost 370 new plane orders uh, on Tuesday. Well, it's amazing that you don't need airplanes it. when people aren't going to fly. Yeah, like I say, the, the P 
pictures of all those grounded planes and docked uh, cruise ships just wasn't really it the at home. wasn't it the NBA that it was like a week or two ago was talking about doing the playoffs on a cruise ship. They're, uh, they're coming I think it was something ideas. wild like that. Yeah, which, I just which it's like we need like this is a tough time. Like yeah, we need. No doubt. I mean, there's only so many Netflix shows. Like, give me some sports yeah, to watch. Absolutely. You like, know, they did that horse doing competition. Like, yeah, they're doing, like, uh, cornhole reruns on ESPN now. <laughs> right. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, here's my question, you guys. I know, I know we want to take this in a different direction, but just if we can kind of talk to this quickly, it's you two having families, your, your outlook's different than mine, but what does it take for you guys to get back to normal and feel comfortable taking your families to somewhere well, uh, my daughter with a mass with a mass crowd. Right, my daughters are twelve and sixteen. They'll be thirteen and seventeen by the time we get out of this. They both have birthdays in early May. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither one of them want to go anywhere themselves. I, I once in a while I'll encourage them, hey, let's hop in the truck and we'll just go for a ride. You can see something besides the four walls of your room, uh, and they're really not too crazy about getting out. They see. You know, they they see their friends online because they're still going to school, uh, and and that's even a little different, I think, than the public schools. But uh, they do see their friends. They do have to do a lot of homework right now, uh, but they're okay with it. It's strange. They'll be doing homework <laughs> and on a Saturday morning. I'm like, don't you have something else you want to do? Yeah. Uh, I have to encourage them to, of course, this is work, but I have to cur- encourage them to come out and do yard work with me to get them uh, to move around, but I, I think you're right, Nick. It uh, there there aren't very many mothers who are going to want to hop on a plane uh, the day that we get released from uh, from shelter in place, right? And then go to the Disney World or a cruise, yeah, or, right, you know, or even hop on an airplane. Right. Yeah, who's going to yeah. do that? Yeah, not, McDonald's not ball pit. Yeah, let's just <laughs> let's just go ahead and yeah. nix that. That's, yeah. that's not opening for a while. I mean, that should that should have never been opened in the first right. place. I guess is my my ball pit idea. Remember you guys? I was talking to you guys about the adult ball pit bar. I guess uh, that, and I got to scrap that idea. Scrap yeah, that that's, too. That's probably yeah. not going to happen. Well, I'll tell you this. I, I think even you younger guys have a different outlook on this whole thing than I do. Um, you know, I, I'm not going around licking doorknobs or anything, but I'm also <laughs> not wearing a mask. Uh, I, and and you guys yeah. are more likely to do those sorts of things. I think the younger you are, the more likely you are to be okay with being away from each other. Well, and you know me, like I I, I love to travel. I, I'm always got a, a trip in the pipeline, and I'm even a, in a position now where it's I don't know when, I don't know what that looks like for me in the future. If it's it does, does the bargain price finally you know get me to tip my, you know. In toe in the water again? I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take for me to get back. To, well, and if you do, will you board an airplane with a mask? I, I would have to say, yeah. Nick, yeah. you absolutely will. Yeah. It's it's more, I mean, we weren't really socialized that way. I know some uh, Asian countries have been doing that for a long time, but I think we just became more like that. Yeah, well, I think my perspective is if you don't know you have it, for like you can not know you have it for a right. couple of weeks. That's true. Even though the data basically shows that if you're younger, you're unlikely to have, you know, severe uh symptoms, yeah, right. complications. I mean, there's always a ch- it's a deadly virus, but I'm really concerned about who could I possibly give it to, you right. know. That's my I'm at the grocery concern. store checking out, there's someone who's 70 who's bagging my groceries. Did I just give it to them? So right. that's why And I think a lot of it goes back to the testing too. Like I would like to know 
like you said, in, in some younger people, you, you might have had it and not even known it. If you didn't right. have, I have a friend who, who got tested and they had a positive result. I've told you guys about this. And yeah. he felt absolutely fine for the most part. So it's like for those of us, if I knew I already had it and didn't transmit it to anyone, obviously at that point, if I have immunity, I'm going to be willing to go out and, yeah. and, and yeah, take the risks that right. I, I'm not willing yeah, to take I, otherwise. I saw, I saw, I think they do have a test that's working pretty well for immunity. It, it's just we just got to ramp. I mean, there's a lot of people that live in the states. You got to right. make 300 something million tests. But I think that would make a huge difference. Yeah. If you can know that you already had it and you're, you know, you're no longer contagious. Right. All those people could go back to normal. Yeah. Basically. Absolutely. So, guys, um, I mean, it's still quite unknown as to what our response will be when they finally do tell us it's OK to go back outside and play. Uh, whether or not we do is is a, a huge uh, aspect of this, but you know just investment wise uh, i've uh, I've been reading a lot that tells us that uh, we ought to follow the Fed in this. So what did the fed do and and what should we do? Really, the fed was was more uh, giving money to fixed income type investments right yeah, they haven't they, bought any equities right well yeah they basically backstop effectively backstop the entire credit market right i mean we're talking about when it's all said and done probably 6 trillion dollars worth of stimulus sure. effectively yeah us gdp's 20 trillion yeah so we're talking about a sizable amount the balance sheet before we even went into this was 4 trillion so they more than they're likely to more than double the balance sheet. So, yeah, you can make that argument, certainly, that the Fed stimulus is going to work. But we've also seen instances where stimulus didn't work, yeah. you know, in Europe, in Japan, where it, it wasn't a rapid return to growth. Yeah. One of the things John mentioned earlier was, uh, you know, it, it didn't seem 100% fair that uh, sole proprietorships had to wait and go last in line for the for the uh, payroll protection program uh, we've seen some inequality too in the in the buyouts there's a lot of folks that make a lot of money uh by um buying low quality debt and when the fed decided that they were going to uh delve into that market and buy high yield bonds uh it actually put a lot of folks that would normally be out there to to backstop this stuff instead of the government you know albeit at a lower price um, it put them yeah, I, in a bad spot. I right? think it's, I think it's again, it's it's a catch twenty two because like we ha we always have the active versus passive argument right. on the equity side. Sure. And basically, what we're seeing is these bond managers saying we're doing a service to capitalism to resource allocation. We're right. finding companies that should be saved and we're saving them right. with our money. Um, so they're at this point aggravated. That the Fed's basically saving everyone. Everybody. Yep. Right. right. Yep. And then so on the tax side, we're looking at what's going to be the impact of, of all this going on right now. What can we do to be proactive in planning, uh, helping clients with not only SBA and, and applications of the loans and things, but, you know, getting prepared. Um, one thing, you know, we've been talking to clients about are the Roth conversions. Right. You know, if the market, if the, as the market goes down, maybe with, you know, we got to pay for all this stimulus some way. Tax sure. rates in the future are probably going to be higher than what they are now. Mm -hmm. um, so are you are you better off doing a conversion, paying taxes now, and letting it grow tax free? Um, so those are the discussions we're having with clients right now, trying to be proactive with them in, in such a difficult time. Yeah, and it really is when you talk about the difference between a Roth and a traditional IRA. It really is determined as to which would be better. 
on what the tax rate is at the time that you're having to pay it. So will your tax be higher now or will you know it be higher in the future? And I think that's kind of what you're hedging toward is maybe the future if we're going to have to pay this, this uh, whole thing off. And it makes good sense to diversify not only your holdings within the accounts, but the accounts themselves. So you're not forced to take money as an RMD out of a Roth IRA. Right, and even if you don't have an IRA, some 401ks allow the, those type of conversions with them as well. So even if you're, you're an employee uh, at a company with a 401k, that might be a possibility as well. Absolutely. Well, guys, we've run out of time. Uh, that's going to be it. I don't know. I'd say the market's up. Just because I'm a broken record, I'll let you all all make your own call. I think the good stocks are going to be up. The Agreed. There we go. Thanks for listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.